You are listening to the show that's reinventing the podcast game. It's time for the Maddie Faz Podcast. And now, here's the man who's been so, so deaf since the AOL Instant Messenger days. From the home of Pretty Fuzzy Productions at the Jersey Shore, the one and only Maddie Faz. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Maddie Faz Podcast, live here from the Jersey Shore via Pretty Fuzzy Productions. And, yep, you may not realize it, but it is a. Uh, the first show of the new year. I know it's the new year's been <laughs> been here for a little bit, but uh, uh, you know, I decided to take a little time just to uh, kind of, just, you know, uh, you know, I, I I'm always interested in, in kind of the process, especially you know with people who are creative and you know just you know done amazing things, whether it be in music or movies or television or any kind of arts. Um, and I'm always interested in hearing about their process, you know, how, whether it be how they got started and what inspired them and, uh, you know, even down to what their writing process might be, you know, just, just and, and for a variety of reasons, just, you know, some, just my own natural curiosity, uh, you know, inspiration uh, and, you know, just to, you know, sometimes even just take a, you know, take a little nugget here or there, uh, you know, from somebody who, you know, you like, might be like, wow, you know, that's actually a pretty, pretty good idea um, of, you know, how they prepare or how they, you know, go about their writing process or their creative process or, you know, uh, I just, you know, I've always found myself kind of interested in that, uh, especially, you know, when, I, I do listen to a lot of different podcasts. I, I mean, radio shows, et cetera. Uh, I mean, I'm a lifelong disciple pretty much of uh, Howard Stern, uh, Mike and the Mad Dog, all that stuff. So I've always been uh, very interested, you know, in those kind of long-form interviews and uh, just, you know, hearing from people, of you know, again, sports, movies, uh, you know, television music, all of it, uh, and, you know, just hearing the different ways they, they go about things, and uh, I was listening to a great one, um, it was recorded, I guess, about a week or two ago, uh, but uh, Brian Koppelman, who is uh, the co-creator of the show Billions, he also uh, wrote, I believe directed, Rounders, and, you know, a bunch of other stuff, very interesting guy, and uh, he he has a podcast, um and uh, I, I actually hadn't listened before. It wasn't, I didn't even, it was more like lack of awareness. I, I didn't realize he was doing that in addition to all the other things that he does. Um, and last season for, you know, anybody who does watch uh, Billions, it was just amazing. It was really remarkable. But um, he had an interview with uh, John Bon Jovi. And, you know, I, like anybody from New Jersey, of course. I mean, it's very tough to not be aware of Bon Jovi and Bruce Springsteen and you know the other kind of royalty of uh, Jersey music. But uh, I really hadn't heard a full like length Bon Jovi interview like that. Usually, you know, I know he does a lot of great charity work. He's he's involved in a lot of different uh, projects, and he's also now recently. Uh, uh, it will announced that it was, uh, he'll be inducted into the music, uh, the rock and roll hall of fame, rather. And um, 
you know, I just, uh, I don't know, I hadn't, but I, you know, for whatever reason, I, I just never really, well, <laughs> I should say, he, he, it was his first podcast interview, so I, that's why I had never heard him do a podcast uh, for, but even, I, I guess just in general, I've never heard him, like, you know, kind of just unplugged, if you will, um, and just talking about, uh, you know, just different things. It was a great interview. Highly recommend it if you're able to uh, check it out. Um, but, you know, just hearing another, uh, you know, and he, the time he came around was, you know, pretty much the early 80s. And, uh, you know, it was an interesting time because obviously it definitely not the technology that, that exists now. But, you know, the New Jersey thing had kind of been opened up from like Bruce Springsteen, Southside Johnny, uh, people like that. And, you know, he was kind of following them, but he did it his own unique way. And uh, it, it really, it's, you know, sometimes you, you forget about, you know, some guys and, you know, or, or bands get so established, you forget about where they started, where where it all kind of built from. But, um, you know, just hearing that really, you know, it was... I don't know, just kind of made me take notice and maybe more aware uh, of just, you know, you know, like the work and sacrifice that went into, you know, creating what he has. And I mean, it was, you know, it, it was his own, you know, blood, sweat and tears pretty much. <laughs> um, I mean, and he even admits, of course, you know, some lucky breaks along the way. But, you know, I also, I, I believe, you know, just hearing the story, uh, you know, he put himself in a lot of situations that, you know, he put himself around kind of the area that if, you know, he, he you know, sometimes I feel like you can create your own lucky breaks, um, just by putting yourself in, into, you know, to certain areas and just, you know, with a certain work ethic and, um, you know, like not every bounce is going to go your way, but, uh, uh, you know, sometimes you can you know, just create a little bit. But, um, you know, it, it just, uh, it resonated just, uh, I don't know, this time of year is always a weird time of year. I mean, I, I don't know, I don't know if I'm alone feeling that way or whatever, but, uh, you know, I mean, even under normal circumstances, uh, you know, after the new year, after, you know, after all the holidays and and kind of like getting started and then, you know, the weather gets really crappy out and it's, uh, you know, of course, darker out early, all that stuff. Um, you know, this time of year, you know, and if your football team has had a bad year, uh, raise my hand on that one. Uh, so you don't have that as a distraction. Uh, and, uh, you know, the team you hate the most is uh, faring pretty well so far so uh that makes it tougher but yeah i don't know this this time of year is always just a tough one i imagine many people feel that way it's just you know it's of course it's you know you're just kind of waiting for nicer weather and, and and all those kinds of things so um you know i <laughs> if i catch myself feel you know kind of feeling you know i don't know not seasonal depression but just like that you know that that kind of lull from this time of year Especially after, again, after, you know, kind of the craziness and, and hoopla and hectic uh, 
nature of, of the holidays uh you know i i try to keep myself stimulated kind of keep myself you know I, i'll try to read more you know again not being you know with, with the weather getting uh kind of uh kind of depressing out there uh you know thing you know i'll, I'll try to keep myself stimulated with more things inside but not necessarily just like television i mean i, I kind of I'll try to write more. I'll try to read more. I'll try to, you know, yeah, uh, come up with uh, different ideas and, again, keep myself stimulated. But sometimes that comes from other sources. And um, like I said, just, um, you know, many times I like listening to um, podcasts like that, interviews of, uh, you know, people who have done, you know, tremendous things or interesting things or on the verge of doing interesting things. I've always... Uh, resonated with me so um and you know uh, th this time of year admittedly now and that's what i meant by under normal circumstances but even now uh it's kind of taken on a whole different uh just different shape and different uh i don't even know what the right word would be but it's just it's the, the it's just a different feeling now. But you know what? Like, I've talked about this before, and forgive me if you've heard any of these things before, but uh, like I said, I, 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 don't, I don't script what I say. So, uh, you know, I try not to repeat everything and say the same things over and over again, but uh, I realize, you know, I could go back probably to an episode, <laughs> whatever, and, uh, you know, year, year and a half ago and, and maybe saying some of the same kind of things. But, uh, you know, th this time of year now, uh, you know, this is, uh, this was right at the heart of, uh, my, my father's, uh, his battle, with, I mean, it's tough to even say that word, but um, th this is when kind of, you know, the, his, his, uh, the cancer he got and things got like, <laughs> I mean, this was like pretty much right about two years ago, right around this time is uh, when we really realized, okay, like, <laughs> you know, this is, uh, you know, it went from kind of like, all right, a bad situation to like DEFCON, like four, five, whatever, whatever the highest level is. Um, so, you know, I, again, and I, I know I'm not alone in, you know, losing somebody close or, you know, or, or, or somebody who's presently, you know, uh, has a loved one or a, or a friend or, you know, somebody they know who's, you know, going through, you know, whether it be cancer or a different type of illness or just, you know, daily basis, just going through you know, some kind of tough situation. So, um, and that's, you know, that's the thing I'm trying, I've really uh, you know, it's I, I wouldn't necessarily call it a New Year's resolution, but it's just 
you know, as as our family continues to kind of move through this and grieve, you know, you know, that's the the thing I, I guess I realized there am, am realizing uh, more than anything. And, you know, and prior to my, my dad's passing, uh, you know, we, we've lost other loved ones. Like, and, and I'm talking, you know, people very, very close. Um, but, you know, this, when it's your immediate family, it's, it's obviously just a whole different level of, grief and um, I, I don't know it's just a feeling that I don't know it's kind of indescribable I guess until <laughs> you unfortunately go through it but um, and look and it's weird like again I've experienced grief before but this uh, you know this level it's weird too because uh, different people throughout the process of you know from the time he got sick till present day have and, and you know people from all walks of, of life have talked about you know just the the you know how grief and grief and like how it comes in different forms it can come at different times there's no timetable. That you know, you may not, but even I don't know. Like it, people who are you know know me well or talk to me on a regular basis probably have heard me say this. So forgive me, but you know everything moves so fast now, and it's almost like you know with something like grief, it's like okay, like yeah, all right, we're we're through the wake and funeral and repass. Like all right. Like, come on, you know, get get back to it and, you know, move on. But, uh, like, I'm sure, again, no, I'm not, we're not the only family, I'm not the only person, but uh, I, I can, I can speak to, um, you know, the people in my life that I'm, I'm sure can tell you, you know, they've, probably been surprised at like this the times and the ways you you feel grief and just you know how much of like an overwhelming feeling it can be but and you know everybody has their own different ways of dealing with it of you know and everybody's guilty i'm sure of suppressing it at times and trying to just ignore it uh, you know i that was uh, in you know, in the immediate aftermath of, of losing my dad, um, like, I mean, the really the the overwhelming feeling was just just kind of adrenaline, just trying to just uh, just push through it. And for anybody who knew my dad, <laughs> he's quite a character. But uh, I mean. That was just the way it was just instilled to us. Just you know, I mean, I'm not talking about to deal with grief. Just to you know, like if you feel pain, just tighten up your stomach and just you know, don't don't let people see it. Don't you know? 
like if, if you're playing a sport, don't don't get carted off the field. You know, just roll yourself off the field, or you know, just just push through it. Just you know, deal with it your own way, but don't you know, don't uh, don't make a spectacle of it, <laughs> you know, or or embarrassment of yourself over it. And um, so, I mean, that's look. I and I realize, look, I mean, that's obviously coming from a whole different generation, a different different time but that's just what was ingrained to you know how, how how my family you know how we were all brought up and uh you, you know you just kind of just keep going keep going keep pushing keep pushing i mean uh, you know a, another event i mean even like i said like i know on this i probably mentioned my father and all that maybe too often and if uh you know i'm certainly not trying to annoy anybody with it uh like i said i i just i approach these shows just whatever whatever i'm feeling whatever's on my mind kind of just go with um but another you know another i guess event or time in my life that really you know also kind of shaped my thinking of, of you know what I'm saying right now um, was um, my grandfather who I was I mean just I mean a remarkable guy and you know I mean it was like any of my cousins and my siblings you know everybody had their own unique relationship with him and I did as well and um, you know, I had a really, really strong bond with him. And uh, when I was like, I mean, if we heard my grandpa and I mean, we really didn't have babysitters outside of our family. And, you know, we were fortunate, I guess, in that regard. I mean, we were either we either went with my grandparents or, you know, aunts and uncles or, you know, something like that. So. But, you know, if I, if I heard my grandparents were babysitting us, I would be ecstatic. I mean, I, I genuinely enjoyed hanging out with them. Um, and my grandfather father and I, we, you know, we would bond over uh, a bunch of different things. I mean, we both, uh, I mean, started probably with the New York Giants. He, he's uh, one of the core members of, of my family. He's, uh, had season tickets and I mean I learned you know kind of all you know kind of like the nuts and bolts of football from him and, and my dad but uh, uh, you know so it's probably started with the Giants and then golf and you know just I mean and and even just things like little traditions I mean like he'd be the one if we all stayed at my my great uncle's beach house, you know, the night before he would take everybody's order and be the first one up, go get everybody paper, the, you know, the newspapers and, and bagels and donuts. And he would go, you know, he would stop at four different places if it, if it required it. Um, never complained, just, you know, just tried to always do little things like that for, for all of us. And, um, you know, he, He was, uh, you know, very instrumental 
I mean, I mean, as as much, uh, really, I mean, uh, like as close to being, you know, another parent as you could possibly be. Um, but you know, in um, in a very in, in a in a good way, not like an overbearing or, you know, like you know over the top kind of way. Um, but so 1990 seems like an eternity ago. Um, so I was seven years old, and we, uh, my brother, my sister, and I were uh, my, 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 we went up north. My grandparents uh, lived in West Patterson, and you know it was I, we all loved it up there. I mean, uh, the my grandparents' house, their backyard connected with my aunt and uncle, so we had this huge area to play, like wiffle ball, basketball, you know, all kinds of stuff. So we had no problems going up there, um, even though it's you know usually be the opposite kind of in the summers, like you know where people are coming down the shore. We'd be going from Thomas River many times. Again, just depending on kind of the time period. But my mom had started a new job, and uh, my dad had just started his business. So they, uh, you know, it was like just I don't know, for a week or a couple days that we we were just gonna go up there and stay with them. So again, just in in the manner that he always did. My grandfather, you know, he was retired, and my two uncles, uh, they. They owned a, a construction company together, and my, he would all. My grandfather would go around. He would just help out wherever you know. With you know, he would if you know they needed something, you know, something from a hardware store, or, or you know, just you know, he would drop off lunch for all the guys and just stuff like that. He would just do little things like you know, or you know, drop off paychecks or for for different people. You know, he would just ask if my uncle, you know, if they needed help with anything, and just. Again, just just try to you know make himself uh, you know it, it, again, and it wasn't anything over the top or um, just it was just genuine and authentic. Just that's how he was, and um, so we were up there, and uh, again, this is obviously pre-cell phones and all that stuff, so. We were playing all day, and um, my brother was going to go with him. It's crazy that I, like, you know, you, I don't remember everything from that time period, but, like, that day I can pretty much, you know, can tell you a lot of what went down. Um, so this was June 28th, 1990. Um, and... Uh, so my uh, my brother was gonna was gonna go take a ride with him, and again my grandfather, you know, he was just kind of doing, you know, just his little <laughs> rounds, if you will, and, and I, I believe he was, it was something like going to drop off, I think like lunch or or something at, at a job site where my uncles were on. It was something to that degree, um, and my brother at the, was I you know he was literally gonna go with him until like the last possible second. I believe it was because my cousin who had just been born, my aunt was bringing her over or something to that effect. I, I, I believe that was, well, again, with, with, yeah, it's pretty fuzzy production. Uh, some of the details may be fuzzy, but um, 
it was something along those lines, but my brother did not go and, and, um, I, it, it was my, um, one of my uncle's good friends, his brother, his brother took, took the ride with my grandfather. Um, so, and they were going, I'm not even sure what town they were going to, but, um, in, uh, it's like the Elmwood Saddlebrook area, Elmwood Park, Saddlebrook area. Um, he was going over, you know, going over train tracks that were running through the town and there was a malfunction. So it said for the, uh, the, uh, you know, for, for the car to go and train sideswiped his car full speed. Him and the passenger got tossed. Um, both survived. Passenger didn't, you know, somehow did not sustain like major, uh, you know, like catastrophic injuries. My, uh, my grandfather, he survived. He, you know, had some pretty major injuries. I mean, they're pretty much like, because I remember years later, um, that uh, when Christopher Reeves had his uh, accident, he ended up at, um, well, my grandfather went to St. Joe's Hospital and then Kessler Institute for Rehab and had many, and Christopher Reeves had many of the same doctors and whatnot. So, um, but it was those type of injuries. I mean, uh, I mean, pretty, I mean, uh, whatever the exact number is, I'm not positive of, but... (laughs) I mean, as catastrophic of injuries as you could possibly have. I mean, to, you know, talking about wearing a halo to, you know, to stabilize his, his head, uh, how to get rods put in, broken bones on his legs. I mean, just uh, like no doctors thought he was going to make it out of the, the surgeries. Um, but, um, you know, he was in a coma for two, two weeks or two months. Again, <laughs> some things I'm not positive of. Uh, and I still remember my grandmother getting getting the call, again, on a landline. Uh, you know, somebody's telling her, you know, her husband was hit by a train, she thought. And, and my grandfather was usually the, the culprit, you know, would, would always mess with my grandmother just to see, you know, goof around with her. But, uh, you know, so she just thought, you know, somebody was, I know it'd be a pretty cruel joke, but somebody, you know, she just, I forget who it was that called, uh, but she was like, oh, stop, be, you know, be, yeah, come on, uh, you know, stop, stop pulling, you know, stop yanking my chain, put Leo on the phone, blah, blah, blah. and, uh, clearly it was not, unfortunately not a, uh, not a joke. Um, I, I just remember like seeing that, you know, my grandma, her face just like, just turned like this color, like, and, and like, you know, that was probably, you know, at that point, I, the, you know, the, probably, you know, the worst thing that had ever happened to me, um, any of us, I can imagine, I would imagine, and, you know, again, seven, I didn't, I mean, none of us knew what to, what to do, 
and you know we you know but it was amazing though i mean again even you think about now like without like technology and everything i mean uh, my mom is one of five and uh everybody's kind of mobilized and just like was we you know just did whatever was necessary you know in terms of like logistics and we all uh, you know i mean we spent most of that summer up up there and i mean there was just people sleeping everywhere i mean it was just you know people at the hospital people you know back with the kids i mean just this whole kind of operation and um i mean this went on for some time <laughs> And, uh, you know, I mean, again, I'd have to check the exact, you know, details, but I mean, between his hospitalization and, and uh, the rehab part, I mean, it was at least over a year, maybe two years of uh, kind of just like organized chaos. <laughs> uh, but again, like, I mean, he was like, you know, he, he was the patriarch of the family. So, you know, there was, it was kind of non-negotiable. I mean, and, and again, I mean, he was of like, just beloved person. I, I can't stress that enough. And, um, and that's the thing, like, I mean, as authentic and as genuine as he was, um, it was, you know, in that moment, we were, you know, able to reciprocate in some way, at least, uh, be, you know, and, and even, you know, from family members, non-family members, you know, people who just knew him, people who were friends with I mean, just the amount of just people who just were just kind of there to help and just, it was just, it was just a very genuine, even though it was, you know, horrible, <laughs> like just the actual incident and you know, all the circumstances around it, um, it, you know, it, I mean, it was, you know, probably one of the most, most, uh, kind of, kind of defining moment of my early life, I would say, you know, just the actual accident and, and just his recovery and, um, you know, it, I mean, he, he, he survived it, which again was a miracle in itself. And I mean, I, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, I mean, sure, you know, I mean, I, there was definitely some, some, you know, even though it was a horrible accident, there, there, there was some good fortune and some work from above. Um, that he even survived that because, I mean, every expert, I mean, they did like uh, recreations of the accident and all kinds of things like that. I mean, you know, news coverage, the whole nine yards. And I mean, if you see anybody who saw the car and it was a shame he had just, he had retired, I believe that year or the year before and literally just, you know, he, he was a self-taught golfer um, scratch player <laughs> hit the ball straighter than anybody I ever know, ever known in my life. You know, 
didn't didn't rely you know it was a very old school kind of golf game but he didn't you know draw it and hook and slide he just hit the ball dead straight down the middle all day um and uh all you know he said all i want to do is just he bought he had bought a new minivan short you know a, a short time before the accident whatever it was um and uh he said, you know, all I, want, all I want to do is just kind of take take my grandkids out and, you know, just be able to play golf and just enjoy life. And, uh, again, so it was, you know, it was very, very bittersweet because, you know, he did survive it. And he lived another 13 years, right? Yeah, he died in 2003. So yeah, 13 years, which is actually, you know, it's amazing. I mean, but it wasn't all, you know, I mean, his, he, I mean, that accident really did a number on him. I mean, amazingly, again, you just never hear, he never complained ever. And, you know, maybe to my grandmother and their, you know, private moments or, but I mean, to any of, any of us, even including the, you know his own kids and my mom down the line I mean he just just a tough son of a gun he just never complained but uh, he just you know he, he just showed this remarkable uh, just strength and grace you know just throughout all of this but um, the reason I you know, again I know if <laughs> it's a long story but you know it Again, it was, as I said, pretty much a very early kind of defining moment in life and just, you know, where you, you know, you kind of, you know, as a kid, you know, I mean, you know, you're, we were just in like this kind of bubble and it was just like, you know, like, you know, you're just worried about school and playing sports after school and, you know, homework and things of that, you know, dinner coming in you know before dark things like that and all of a sudden it was just like holy shit like 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 how do you even process this um and again like it was just i don't know it's you know it's what it was it's just one of those things where there's no blueprint for it but you know just became this kind of like like i said a kind of this organized chaos organized just like dance and everybody would just you know, just kind of like snap into action that, you know, anytime, you know, if, you know, and when, when the accident happened, obviously they have the hospital stay, the rehab stay. And I mean, like I said, there was just this constant rotation. I mean, we did have a lot of people because <laughs> uh, so the, there were five siblings. Um, so there was, we had, we had a, decent amount of manpower but um it was just uh you know if you, if you actually saw like just the make the process of what had to go on on a daily basis you know it, thinking about it now it's just kind of crazy but um but you know the two important things i always took out of that whole thing because you know even afterwards like as i said his health you know was seriously diminished i mean he was able to walk um 
but you know if he he was limited you know he would get tired quicker you know he would he had respiratory problems he'd be in and out of the hospital different you know uh just different ailments and i mean you know it there's no question i mean about the toll obviously that accident took on him and you know and, and the aftermath of it and you know just you know his body like i said I mean, even though he did live a, a, a good amount of time after that you know obviously never same i mean he's it, his mind still was um but he you know he just didn't the uh you know just the physical effects of it uh i mean were it was just a lot uh, but the you know just two you know important life lessons that I, you know, I took out of that time period you know were just a you know his just watching him you know his grace like i said and all that just he just took it like you know he he had i don't even you know this kind of just like inner peace but strength and like i said just he he managed to kind of just conduct himself in a way like where he just, even though like, you know, it was pretty much, you know, I mean, surviving, you know, was one thing, but I mean, it was as bad as it could possibly get, you know, um, while surviving. Um, but he still had this way about him just to manage to like keep everybody you know, not focused on him, not worried about him. You know, he still would be asking about, you know, if anybody else needed anything, if they, you know, how he could help. Like, I mean, that's just, I mean, not always a quality that everybody has. And, you know, very selfless person, even, you know, in that moment where, I mean, yeah, everybody's like, Grandpa, you know, we're, we're good you know you know what can we do for you and he just you know every time you, you saw him he would uh, just like you know give you money or you know ask you know they'd bring down our favorites you know snacks or whatever i mean just things like that i mean he paid attention to little details and little things and you know just always kind of always kind of harped on just not, not harped just kind of made you think you know about the little things the you know that sometimes you overlook but are are in the probably the most important things in life um you know any stressed family and and togetherness and um you know so and so between him you know hit the kind of the lead that he set and the way the family, like my immediate family and extended family, everybody just, like I said, came together in like this um, amazingly, <laughs> amazingly, you know, not choreographed, but, you know, just, you know, just kind of go kind of way. I mean, it was, you know, everybody, you know, people had jobs and businesses and, kids at school and i mean i i still again like you think back it's just like how the hell you know and you know with not the technology and communications that you 
uh, had now. So, I mean, so all of that stuff was kind of ingrained into us and was just like, you know, throughout my you know, time after from seven years old till whatever, 20, um, you know, we just were kind of, it was normal. Like it was, a you know, if, if you're like, okay, you know, grandpa's having, you know, He's having some health issues, you know, hospital. Okay, like, here, let me check the hospital. Like, we, we, that kind of, like, we were just always very accustomed to all of that. And I'm not saying that's good or anything. I mean, it's just, but, you know, we, I mean, it was, a, I obviously, of course, would, you know, would, you know, have given anything to, for it to not happen. And, I mean, I, I've said this repeatedly throughout my life. But, I mean, I would literally give up anything I own or will potentially have in my life for, you know, for to hang out with them for one afternoon. I mean, you know, either watch golf, play golf, but I mean, um, you know, there, there were just lots of things that were stripped from all of us, um, from his own kids to, you know, grandkids and everything. Um, Cause he met, you know, he had his own just little unique, relationship with everybody um and again you know that so i i don't want to speak for everybody or anybody else but you know it i can imagine because i know just the things you know personally that you know in in the time i had with him just that like you know we uh bonded about or shared and talked about and um, you know he was it's a sign from above uh you know he he just had like he was he had this very kind of old school nature about him but he um you know was very encouraging and you know like you know he i mean he he's the reason i got into broadcasting you know i i loved (laughs) i loved sports growing up and became a complete nerd junkie whatever you want to call it just you know reading stats and reading newspaper and all, you know all that kind of stuff memorizing the rosters of every team and every sport all that kind of stuff and you know, I would sit and watch golf with him I'd watch baseball I'd watch football anything whatever we you know again the channels were you know it was a very different time but um, we would sit for hours and just um, we would talk and, you know, he, he was always very encouraging and I always wanted to go into radio. I always wanted to, or, you know, and originally, you know, just for sports, um, and, you know, and I, I've done sports stuff, but, you know, I don't know, news kind of became the avenue. And for me, I, you know, the reason the reason I really went with that was like, I, I don't know, I saw a good balance because I was like, all right, you know what? I can still kind of enjoy my watching my sports teams and being just, you know, crazed fan about, you know, uh, whether it's the Giants or Mets or whoever. And, you know, not have to be objective about it, on you know, to cover it, you know, as you do uh, for, for, you know, many of the sports jobs out there. And then, you know, but I still was able to, have been able to broadcast and um, kind of, you know, get that fill and that 
kind of creative release. So it was like for me the best of both worlds. But um, you know, I mean, like I said, I mean, my my of course my parents were very encouraging as well. But um, but I mean, I mean, my grandfather was I would probably say, and this is not to take credit away from anybody else or or whatever. I mean, or, you know, or, or neglect, uh, you know, not recognize anybody else's support, you know, like my mom and dad and everybody. But, um, I mean, my grandfather probably, you know, had probably the most singular impact on, on that, you know, and at least, you know, me having the confidence to, you know, that I felt like, all right, I can, I, I can do this. And, you know, I mean, okay. Um, and, and there, you know, there's been some, you know, good, bad ups and downs, like, you know, like, like any career or anything like that. But, um, you know, just, at le- I'm just saying just the, you know, that feeling that, all right, you know, you could, you could at least do this. Um, he always drove that home to me. And I mean, that's why, you know, when I, my former job, uh, at uh, New Jersey 1015, uh, everybody always asked me, like, you know, why'd you use the name Matthew White on the air? So, um, you know, I always, you know, I knew certain, I mean, you know, certain parts of broadcasting. I, I knew, you know, if I landed into certain parts, you know, I may be asked to use a different name. Fazzle part, you know, doesn't exactly roll off the tongue all the time and whatever. If it, you know, I mean, for like sports shows and stuff like that that I've done, I've used Faz for this. But you know, I, I knew I I knew early on that I may it may become a thing. So it was something I was kind of prepared for. And um, uh, my former boss, you know, he he had uh, you know he's he, when I when I got hired there, he he uh, told me he's like, look, you know, I just telling you like just it's probably the best thing for your career and you know it uh, he's like i had to i had to do it and you know it's basically one of those things like all right like <laughs> you kind of got to do it but i well it wasn't like a, i wasn't offended uh but again i i had always thought about the situation that it might happen but i didn't i don't know i never i guess fully thought about what like all right well all right so if i was if you know i guess i never went that next step of like all right if if i was what would i change my you know make my name into so i've i was thinking about like you know the bad stage names i've heard over the years i'm like yeah and we always used to joke around my dad would would mess around sometimes and his name was al um but you know like if he left like like a re- if he had like a reservation somewhere or like tickets that will call like he would some situations like that he would, i don't know he 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 would use like a fa- he, he would just say like uh, yeah pretend he was using his stage name just made his name alan michael stone just I, one time he used it it just became this kind of running joke so i was always had those kinds of things in my head about like all right you know what what would i possibly have as you know a name you know for you know that you're gonna have to use all the time and kind of become so that's what i mean and i when i actually thought about it so you know this was when i was this was after he had passed away so um 
you know, I just thought about it, and I was, you know, his last name was White. My mom's maiden name. Uh, so I was like, uh, you know, I, I asked my boss, so I'm like, is, this, is Matthew White work? He's like, yeah, that's that's perfect. So, I mean, really, the, I mean, I mean, for me, it was like, all right, like, I'm not really, it's not like me pulling some random last name out of the sky, you know, or like some name I wish I had or, you know, anything like that. I mean, you know, it was, it was still kind of within the family and it was like kind of my way to like pay homage to him and, you know, all the things, you know, he did and said and meant, you know, for me, to, to me, you know, over the years, um, and especially with, in terms of broadcasting. So, you know, it's just, uh, and, uh, you know, I, I had done some internships, things like that. So, uh, he had gotten to hear like very, very, <laughs> I can't even imagine what, uh, early things I did. Uh, but, you know, I never, uh, uh never like, I guess on like that level, um, you know, at a pretty big station, like, you know, no, he never got to hear that, unfortunately. I mean, but, uh, you know, but that was always like, I mean, again, it's something I, I, I don't know why I, I, I'll, I mean, I have told anybody who asked me, but, um, you know, everybody just like, it was 20, like so many people who just, I guess I never had said the story to always just like assumed I just picked the name like randomly out of like left field. Um, but, um, you know, there, there was a lot of significance there. So, you know, when I would, you know, obviously, you know, I, used, I mean, depending on what I would be doing in a particular day, I mean, I would, my name or, you know, reports with my name in it, like, you know, you'd have to say your name quite a bit. And, you know, it, it was just, you know, it, it, Again, something you know. After a while, you you, know, you get kind of got used to just saying it. But um, it's funny. Like I would still always write it down for myself. Just I'm like, you know, you know. I got used to kind of like. I mean, there were people in the, within the company who like, because I think you could send an email to either of my names at the at the time, and it would you know kind of come that way. So it was just you know set up that way in case like just people who didn't know like my real you know real last name versus the one I used on the air um you know if they had to reach me or something like at least I would be able to get an email or something like that so um but there are people like within even the company like at other stations or other uh, you know other locations who had no idea <laughs> like they thought it was two different people I mean it was just it was funny like so um you know it was just I don't know like it would just even just you know, a lot of that's, you know, that, that when you, if you're on the air or like, you know, or recording something or even like right now, like I, I, it's funny, like I, you know, I feel like I'm talking to, you know, tons of people, but I know I'm talking into a microphone. Well, um, so, but the Matt, you know, Matthew White thing just be kind of came just kind of my own little, you know, just my own little kind of joke, but, you know, also my way to like, kind of like you know, yuck it up with, 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 uh, my grandfather for a little bit. <laughs> and, uh, you know, but I mean, 
that, uh, you know, he, he uh, you know, I, like I said, I, I know I don't always, you know, I, I, like I said, I, I, t- I try to talk about all kinds of different topics on here, but, um, you know, I, uh, you know, I can't stress enough, you know, even though he's been gone, I mean, crazy, 15 years, I mean, 15 years now, yeah, so, um, you know, I still think about him, you know, regularly, I still try to go, you know, visit him and my grandmother, and my, now my great-uncle, they're all in the same gravesite area, so uh, I'll try to go up there, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, as time goes on, fortunately, something, you know, you, yeah, you, it's not always as fresh in your mind, so, I mean, I would, I wish I would, you know, would or could go more, but, um, you know, I, I still try to go at least, you know, a couple of times a year, and then, like, our, one of, you know, our favorite hamburger places that, we, you know, he would take us to, or bring the, the sauce, all the way sauce, or if you've ever had it, <laughs> or been to any of our barbecues, uh, um, place Libby's is right around the corner from there, so, um, you know, I'll, again, I'll, I'll do that a few times a year, just go up there, Pay my pay my respects and then go to, go to go to Libby's, and uh, I remember a few like right uh, a few months after he had passed away, um, you know, and that was a really really tough time because I mean that was probably the closest person to you know our family that we had lost, um, you know, and again he was just such a significant uh, piece of our lives. I mean. Uh, you know, and, and many of his traditions and things he started, you know, and my grandmother, I mean, they live on, I mean, very, very prevalently. So, um, you know, there's there's a lot of his influence, his roots in anything that pretty much goes on with, with my family um, on a daily basis, you know, or myself personally. Um, and... You know, him and my grandmother, you know, they they were just, you know, both of them just like one of a kind. And, uh, but, you know, and my grandmother passed away two years after he did. And, like, before that was completely healthy, never a problem. And then had um, congestive heart, heart issues and things like that. And, I mean, even doctors told us, I mean, it was literally like of just a broken heart. And... And that's why, like, you know, with her her passing, not that it was any less significant or anything like that, I, I just, I was personally more at peace with it because I knew, you know, she was just not, you know, when my grandfather passed away, like, she, a you know, a piece of her was just like, you know, her, like, it was like somebody took her soul. Um, you know, they just kind of went together and they, uh, they truly did feed off each other and you know, had just like um, one of those very, very, you know, <laughs> just, you know, special and one of a kind kind of relationships and marriages, you know, that I would imagine anybody would strive for. I mean, so, I mean, um, you know, her, her passing was, you know, 
much quicker than I think anybody ever expected. But, um, you know, but also it did make, you know, it, it added up because, uh, you know, it was just a, you know, very, very, uh, you know, losing, losing him was, uh, I mean, tough for everybody, but for her, I mean, it was just like, they were part, they were truly partners. Um, yeah, so like, they're, uh, and, and I know, wow, I, I didn't realize I'd go that long with the story, but whatever, <laughs> screw it. Uh, yeah, you know, I, again, just, you know, when you think about, like I said, like this, this time of year now, you know, it's, I'm, I'm more reflective, um, you know, maybe than in the past or anything like that, but, um, you know, it, you know, I, I just, I don't ever want to underscore like the, you know, the amount of influence that they had, my, my, my grandfather, my grandmother on our lives. And I mean, they really, really did set the tone for kind of everything that went on and, and I mean, you know, good things. Um, um, and, you know, like I said, traditions that we really do like still, uh, you know, due to this day and, um, I mean, uh, a thing in North Jersey, uh, like when people would retire or special occasions, you do a beefsteak where you get a big filet mignon, you know, you can grill it or roast it, whatever. Um, cook it up, slice the meat, uh, and slice, uh, it's a very simple concept, but <laughs> I mean, there is a, a certain amount of work that goes into it. Um, yeah, uh, so you slice up uh, French bread, little pieces. Take you know, cut the fillet, you know, whatever size it would be, and uh, dip all those in butter. Put them. It's like an assembly line kind of thing. And um, you know, we still do that. At, we do that at every giant game to this day. I mean, we still do it at you know big family events and um, you know get-togethers, graduations, etc. So. Um, you know, there's a lot of things like that. I mean, my grandfather, you know, he, he made amazing subs. Uh, <laughs> he, you know, again, that was like one of the things that like he would go out and buy everything, even, you know, even when he, after his accident, I mean, uh, like I said, he, as life went on and, you know, he had to have oxygen and things like that. I mean, he would still sit there and get, go through his whole process. He had his whole kind of station set up and, um, you know, he, he, and like, he loved cooking breakfast and like, you know, everything was just like loaded with butter. And I mean, he, you know, we used to joke around. My grandmother was like always concerned about like cholesterol and like, you know, making everything, you know, healthy, but it, you know, you know, the right way, old school Italian cooking kind of way, but you know, but she would, you know, want, you know, make certain things healthy and, you know, it was very, you know, especially for her own eating was very like concerned about it. My grandfather just like, you know, he could have a Taylor ham sandwich for breakfast, like a hamburger all the way for, for dinner or for lunch. And, you know, like whatever, I mean, uh, you know, steaks on the steaks on the grill and like a baked potato for dinner. I mean, he, if he, you know, he you know, had that very kind of old school kind of, 
uh, diet, but you know, like he would, he like this when he would make stuff like, like I said, like, like especially breakfast stuff, like it would probably be considered unhealthy, but I mean, he did, everything was just amazing that he would cook. But, um, but again, like, you know, he, but, um, between, you know, just their lives and like, you know, just like the, the lessons they taught and the, the like I said, the tone they set were so vital. And then, unfortunately through his accent you know it that it taught more life lessons than you know probably you know than anything could have um you know just the amount of kind of ups and downs throughout that and especially through like kind of our formative years um and again like it was just like there wasn't any you you know the there was just, you know, certain things had kind of that urgency to it where you just didn't ask questions. You just, you know, like, all right, you, everybody, you have to do this, do that, blah, blah, blah. And everybody had their role. And, and that's the thing, like, I mean, like, yeah, of course, nobody likes going to hospitals, but like, like I going to visit them when they got sick or whatever, I mean, it wasn't like none of us considered it a chore to do. Like, I mean, I... You know, and he would every time be like, "Oh, what are you doing? Sitting with me here? Get out of here! Or go!" You know, trying to like him, you know, reaching and looking for his wallet in like a hospital room, trying to give all of us money. And um, you know, and I, when I say money, it's not like twenty bucks. But he would every time, like you know, just give us twenty bucks. Like, you know, he wouldn't forget. Like, he would, you know, he would be like get over here, ah, Grandpa. You don't have to give us any. And you know, all of us would be like, Grandpa, you don't have, you don't have, and. He'd be like, shut up, don't. And then he'd be like, don't, just don't tell your grandmother. And then ironically, when he passed away, she started doing it, you know, and then she'd be like, all right, don't, don't tell anybody to hear it. Um, they were just funny. They were just such a like funny, cute kind of couple. Um, but, uh, you know, just, uh, and I, again, the reason I guess I, I, I again, when I say I don't, I don't script this out I mean I, I wanted to kind of mention this but I, I, you know hopefully okay, hopefully it's a little bit of evidence of my fondness for for them um because I, I, you know, I truly I mean I can't speak highly you know more highly of, of, uh, of people um but like you know to kind of understand you know anything else about me or my family or you know those you know any of us i mean is oops sorry it starts with them real and truly does um and then you know and and of course you know like i said his his accident it was a very very tragic event and but there were a lot of lessons learned from it and, and, you know, and a lot of those, the reason, again, I kind of brought that up was when I was, you know, talking about my father and all of that. I mean, um, a lot of that kind of thinking that I was talking about again, and now, you know, the, my, my dad got sick in, uh, late 2015 and passed away in, uh, 2016. Um, but a lot of, 
the things, you know, like, you know, because at that point, my parents were up in New Hampshire for because of my mom's job. Um, and so my, and my dad's, his doctors were, be, were uh, based at a Mass General Hospital in Boston. So like, you know, it was a little bit different geography and logistics, but, you know, at, you know, now with, or that, at that point then with cell phones and everything, a lot of the lessons and kind of the urgency and all the things we went through, you know, during my grandfather's accident and, and the aftermath and everything like that, you know, we were kind of applied all those same principles, uh, you know, when, when my dad got sick and, you know, and, and um, especially like things got kind of uh, rocky at the end and uh, we were trying to get him back to New Jersey, which we did get him back to New Jersey um, before he went on hospice and everything. And, you know, so, and at least, so, you know, some people hadn't seen him because I mean, it was, it was three months of literally from the time we were pretty much told you know, he had cancer to the time he passed away. I mean, which is, you know, that's, it's weird. Like, you know, he's like, I don't know. I, don't, I, don't, I, I probably haven't, you know, talked about my, my grandfather's whole thing and my dad's whole sto- you know, story back to back. Cause I mean, I, again, I try not to make this just like everybody just down and depressed, but, um, it, you know, it's just crazy that when you, you know, just thinking about those two things back to backwards, like, you know, my grandfather, if you like, again, like, if you, if you, I mean, when we still have like the newspaper articles and everything, like, I mean, to think him even surviving that and then actually living another 13 years, you know, again, this is back in a different time period with technology, not what it was, medicine, you know, medicines and surgeries, you know, not as advanced as you, you know, like to think they are now and he survived and then my dad you know with cancer was <laughs> three months from the time he was diagnosed till he passed away I mean it's just, I guess I'd never even really thought of like that whole um kind of thing but uh but again like you know like he you know everything with my grandparents the did set the just kind of set the table for you know, kind of everybody else to, you know, carry on that legacy, carry the torch. And, um, you know, like that, that kind of stuff is very important to, you know, all of us. I mean, um, and, you know, everybody's guilty at times of, you know, maybe slacking on those duties a little bit, but, um, you know, I mean, now, you know, it's a, just a different kind of different order, you know, different, you know, different organization of it. But, um, you know, now my mom sets the tone and, uh, you know, now we have the, you know, and I mean, even it's, it's interesting, you know, like the, cause you know, during that time period with my grandparents, you know, we just tried to be good kids. Like we really, like, just didn't want to like add to the craziness. I mean, it was a really stressful time. I mean, in addition to just like the normal day to day kind of household stuff. I mean, that was you know, my grandpa's health was always a just kind of a background 
actor and you know again not and nobody again like even if he was still alive and i would you know if he was sick we you know there would be 20 people lined up to take him you know or, or you know pick him up from the hospital or, or go sit with him i mean there you couldn't even like anytime he's there you know you couldn't even get in the room so like i don't mean to ever make that sound like it was a it's a burden or you know was a burden or anything like that but um you know, it's just, um, it, you know, but when my parents, you know, and especially my mom watching her go through that, um, you know, we just tried to just not add to <laughs> the, any of the stress or chaos or anything like that. Um, so then, you know, when you fast forward then to my dad's thing, uh, you know, now there's four grandkids, uh, you know, that I've three nephews and a niece and like you know it's, it's interesting because i mean they've had to process it and they were you know they're extremely you know we all we i mean it's kind of you know pretty much how <laughs> everything was with my you know with my grandparents and our family and now kind of you know next generation but i mean pretty you know again <laughs> maybe some things are different, but I mean, a lot of the things we do and, you know, uh, kind of way everybody does things, I mean, are very much the same, um, you know, and trying to kind of teach the next generation and, um, carry on certain norms and traditions and legacies and, and whatnot. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, they've had to process a lot and they were, you know, they're very close to my mom and more very close to my dad and, you know, trying to explain any, all, you know, any of this, you know, to, I mean, I mean, they've been remarkable in, like, in how they've handled it. And, you know, I can't even imagine what's going on in their heads, but, um, you know, it's like, it's interesting though. I mean, like, you know, even though, like, yeah, I mean, I mean, so many people stepped up when um again things were got really really chaotic um and, and again just the the geographics of my dad's situation kind of added a different another layer of uh of, of uh issues just i mean just you know just made it more difficult just to that you know my grandfather's situation just because of just that, the the location um but I mean, it was, uh, it, it, but it was weird to, you know, it's like, like, uh, like my grandfather's, um, situation, like I said, he had just retired and I said, you know, just bought a minivan and so like wanted to just have this, you know, kind of simple, you know, enjoyable, you know, latter years of life and, you know, ended up being a bit more turbulent than that. And with my parents, I mean, they had just, you know, like I said, my mom's career took her up to New Hampshire. My dad had a, had a different health issue um, a few years before the, um, you know, his cancer diagnosis. So um, he had retired, and um, so my mom was just, you know, I planned to just work a few more years. They bought a house up there. And we're going to just, you know, you know, but they were still back and forth all the time for, you know, whether it was 
just to, you know, to, for a family event, you know, to see the grandkids, to see us, etc. Um, and, uh, you know, they, uh, <clears throat> they had literally, they had just bought that house uh, in, the t- in this town of Amherst, New Hampshire. Uh, and, um, and, you know, like I said, it's like some of the parallels are, are kind of, some don't match up. Some are very, you know, you know, some feel a little bit kind of closer together. Some feel, uh, but like, you know, they had just set up this whole plan of like, all right, you know, do a few years up here and, um, and, you know, pack it up up here and, you know, retire, um, you know, come back, you know, to, to New Jersey and maybe, you know, get, you know, get a place down in Florida or something like that. They were starting to think about things like that. And it's just like, bang, like, um, like this is just like kind of out of nowhere, um, you know, like that was, you know, I mean, that, that that was the uh, I don't want to say the toughest part but I guess just like the you know as you try to like when you think about like the why or the processing it it's uh, you know you uh, I don't know like he like he had like been i mean seemingly completely healthy um you know pretty much like through thanksgiving of 2015 um and probably right after that he started telling mom like you know he felt um like a bad cough and some numbness on his left side and my mom you know She's like, okay, let, you know, let's just see it. You know, she tried, you know, they, he went to a normal doctor. They, you know, they didn't find anything wrong. They were just trying to like, he just, and he kept feeling worse and worse and just, they couldn't pinpoint it. So she's like, all right, you know, let's just get, they, uh, she was just trying to finish up with work to get back, you know, from New Jersey to New Jersey for the holidays. And, um, uh, you know, he had, uh, he was, you know, he kept telling her because, um, his prior health thing I was referring to, he had um, been diagnosed with leukemia, but it was the the treatable kind, and he got very fortunate with that. Um, he, there was like a, like a clinical kind of trial drug or something like that. Um, anyway, I mean, there's one medicine he was able to take that you know, completely knocked it out, and um, you know he he had. You know, knocked it into remission, but I mean, yeah, obviously, I mean, it could have left him vulnerable to, I mean, not the medicine, just, you know, just that, uh, you know, having that, you know, could, yeah, I'm sure could have made him more susceptible to what ended up happening or whatever. But, um, but, you know, I like, I mean, like literally through yeah, Thanksgiving, just like, you know, a little over two, uh, two years ago. He was, he seemed fine. And that's why, like, when my mom told me a few weeks later, you know, he's not, you know, he says he's not feeling well. And, 
he thinks it's wor- he thinks whatever is going on with him it's worse than leukemia and he thinks it's something bad and I'm, and then you know I was like you know we were almost like joking not joking around but like we were like all right he's being a little dramatic like you know like he's he, you know he's now he's diagnosing himself like and um but yeah so, so like we were just you know she was just trying to just like you know they were trying to figure out what was going on and trying to get back to new jersey so he can go to you know his doctors that he had down here and um because again we we weren't set up at mass general yet with anything with him so it was a kind of a tricky time of like of, of trying to like you know get through all that and kind of get him back down here um so we could diagnose him and all that um you know or and at least figure out what was going on and that's so um you know they finally we, we took him to to the hospital and it ended up being Christmas Eve. Um, and again, this is after going to a few different doctors. Nobody really could like pinpoint what what was going on. And, and you know, I'm saying like you know, this was just like going to like normal doctors. And um, we took him to the hospital, and they did scans and weren't seeing anything. And then you know, found a, a big, huge, a big mass tumor, um, like in this like remote spot by his left lung and then um two spots on his brain and that was pretty much the news we got like on christmas eve so like and literally like you know you just think about like how rapid everything happened um and i mean i mean this is two little over two years ago and it still feels like yesterday um i still remember just like and again like so much of like I guess our childhood and now like later years like have like taken place in hospitals. I mean, and like you know, just we've had probably we've had to just spend. It's I felt like just like an inordinate amount of time in hospitals, and usually I mean for you know family members, and um, that's why now I'm at the point where like you know when I see hospital, I just like like I just expect the worst. Um, but um yeah i just i i remember um we had uh cause they, they had kept him overnight and um my mom had stayed and i think and um she had just ran real quick i think to either just either check on the dog or something but so my brother and i were coming everybody uh, and my sister everybody was coming separately to uh to the hospital on, on Christmas Eve morning and um that's uh you know we my brother and I got there at the same time and uh my dad was sitting he wasn't even he wasn't in the hospital bed he was sitting in the chair next to the bed and my my brother and I literally we got off the elevator or on the elevator at the same time and um, got in the room and dad was just again and like anybody who knew him or whatever I mean he's very kind of type A alpha male personality you know did not show weakness did not you know very he carried himself a very certain way um, so and 
went in there and he was hysterically crying and um it's like shortly after they had found you know the mass and like kind of i guess you know i mean and he asked the doctors to not sugarcoat it so they said you know based on what we, and this is you know this is before biopsy and everything official biopsy um you know he's, he told them he's like i don't care just tell me what it is or what you think it is and let me deal with it um and they said you know we, based on past cases we think it's stage four uh lung cancer that's spread to the brain and you know again like from seeing him not too too long before that and you know then him not feeling well to that was a, like i mean over the you know less than a month it was just like what the fuck um and uh, yeah, so that's i mean my brother and i went in and he just like he was breaking you know he knew you know, he had a little bit of time before we were all getting back to the hospital and he like you know he kind of let out his emotions a bit and just like like said to both of us like you know just like being i mean he was like talking as if like you know he didn't have much time left which ended up being the case um but he you know he just said like you know just make sure you know like just make sure your mother and sister and you know like, you know grandkids like just you guys you know kind of carried on you know we're like that you know don't worry you're not you're not going anywhere yet and he's like just don't you know was just insistent like just and i mean this is as he's like in you know tears um i mean like in a, i'm sure my brother would have, like in a way of I've never, you know, or rarely, it's you know, you know, can count on my hand, but you know, times I ever saw him, you know, in that kind of emotional state, and obviously, rightfully so, but, um, you know, just, I guess it like it, this all like happened very suddenly, so, you know, but, you know, so like it, at that point was just like so much like shock and then you know seeing him like that and hearing him say that it kind of like made it set in very quickly like all right like this is serious and um you know like you know this is this is real like it's not him being dramatic like you know i joked earlier like this is this is him this is as real as you know as it can get and um and literally i mean after that like every time uh, we saw him i mean he said less and you know within like by less than a month you know his health like just i mean uh, the the level it it dropped uh you know even again like I knew, you know, I knew from that moment, like, okay, this is serious and this is, you know, as bad as, you know, it could probably get, 
you know, for, you know, for, for him, but you know, maybe, you know, I was hoping, all right, like with some of the treatment or whatever they can do, like, you know, if he had, cause I mean, he was very much one of those people like, you know, he's like, I, you know, if my quality of life is at a point where I'm like, you know, like a vegetable hooked up to machines, like, please, like, just like he, he, he was not into that, you know, he, he said, you know, I will, I'll, I'll do any of the recommended treatments or surgeries, whatever they want. But if it hits a point where like, like I'm just, you know, like, like where he, you know, was just, you know, like, you know, kind of losing the battle. You know, he said, just like, you know, that's all I asked. Just like, like, just let, let me just be in peace. Like when it hits that point, you know, which again, like you don't know, but we ended up like my mom knew when, um, but you know, from that moment on, uh, the hospital here on Christmas Eve, I mean, that's probably like the most he said. Um, and like I said, after that, he just, he was just getting more and more like despondent and just like pulling kind of more away. Um, every time we saw him and, um, you know, I have little talks here and there, but I mean, after that, I mean, really, he just everything was so rapid and just like it was it was so accelerated um you know it was just literally like like a freight train like just going through him i mean every time i saw it just like you know it went from like zero to a hundred and just like nothing um and you know we had him at you know we got him in with one of the top oncologists uh, for what he had in the country at Mass General Hospital, which is always like in the top two or three hospitals in, in, in the country and or the world, if you will. Uh, you know, we had him, you know, with, I mean, every resource, you know, kind of at his disposal. And I mean, uh, they couldn't do surgery. And he had to do uh, was it ten rounds of radiation for the lung, ten rounds of radiation for the um, brain spots, and you know he was just like his health was just declining very quickly, and um, you know we were trying, like I said, to trying to see him as much as possible, but it was tricky because they were up there, and you know he even admitted finally to like the you know that he was almost hiding, like he didn't want to. Like, you know, whatever, I mean, he didn't, uh, outside of, like, immediate family, he really didn't want to, like, see anybody like that, you know, like, you know, you have so many people that care about you, like, you know, like, a lot of people didn't even know, like, I mean, like, that was the other part, too, like, I mean, you know, we weren't on Facebook documenting things that were happening, and, or, you know, I mean, so, like, people knew, but, we, you know, we were more just kind of dealing with it and just not, you know, again, it was happening so kind of fast and in real time, like, you know, we, you know, it wasn't like we were concerned about telling everybody, you know, we were just trying to deal with, 
the kind of the matter at hand and you know so you know people close to our family knew what was going on some people didn't know the extent i mean but there were people like you know in in our lives and you know that know know my dad well or knew him well uh that weren't even didn't even know you know because you know it just it was like i said it was just all so rapid um and uh there's it's just uh it's just uh, kind of crazy, like just how uh, you know how you know just how precious all the you know and like <laughs> kind of complex and crazy life can be, and yeah, you know, again, I mean, just like even though the two instances and I know like I said this is probably a more, like a very depressing and sobering episode but uh, I promise you I will come full circle with this um, you know it, the cases of my dad and my grandfather very different you know different types of, uh, of situations and played out in different ways but I mean both of you know things like just were both like kind of out of left field i mean my grandfather's accident i mean you know he was it was a normal normal summer day yeah i got hit by a train (laughs) and you know his life was never the same right after that and in the case of my dad um uh you know it it just uh you know like he had been See, like literally, I have pictures of him from Thanksgiving that year. <laughs> like, you know, a month before we found out he, you know, he more than likely had stage four cancer. Which that, and I actually, you know, that that kind of uh, that you know, it, it you know wasn't a official diagnosis, but you know, it was just a doctor, you know, down here at the one hospital before the biopsy just said, you know that and they ended up being like spot on with that so uh for any flack that (laughs) you know the hospital rankings and whatnot like uh wherever um the hospital down here measures up versus uh mass general i mean they were they ended up being completely on with uh you know with their diagnosis unfortunately um but, uh, you know, it's just, yeah, like, I mean, two very different types of cases, but, um, you know, just, uh, you know, both kind of just, like, came out of, like, nowhere. <laughs> um, and, like, you know, with the case of my dad, like I said, like, we were hoping, I mean, I figured, you know, just, you know, my own kind of digging around and looking up, you know, Googling and whatnot. I figured if, if we, you know, anywhere from six to 12 months of like, you know, where he's still kind of with it, that'd be a victory. And I was hoping, you know, at least to get the, the, the month of June is always, you know, it was kind of like a important month. And I mean, that was, which was kind of odd where my, my grandfather's accident fell a day after my parents' anniversary. Their anniversary is June 27th. 
my dad's birthday is June 21st. Um, and so the end of June, he was just, he was always so like obnoxious because it was like sometimes Father's Day, first day of summer and his birthday would like all fall on the same day or same weekend. So like, you know, or like if they, if Father's Day and his birthday were like a day or two apart, he would just be like, you know, he'd be just insufferable. I mean, in a funny way, but like, you know, he would just, you know, be like, all right, what, all right more gifts today. Like, you know, like he would just like, he would just be out of control. But so, you know, and 2016 um, was, you know, June 27th of 2016 would have been my parents' um, 40 year anniversary. So, you know, that was kind of the initial call. Like, all right, if we can get them, you know, to there, um, you know, I small victory but something um you know and you know and obviously his birthday and whatnot you know and then when that was looking kind of bleak it was like all right maybe we can get him just at least to like the spring you know maybe get him like you know he's not gonna be able to swing a golf club again which sucked um to not even like be able to play like one more round with him um um you know he so goal kind of became like all right maybe we can you know at least get them out there and just you know let them come hang out like at least one more time like you know and the cart and you know you know maybe obviously you can't play but it's something and it was just like every kind of benchmark or goal we were kind of trying to set it just became kind of it was becoming plainly obvious quickly that um that was uh, not going to happen. So, um, and and like I said, I mean, I know this is, uh, you know, just uh, if anybody is still listening or hasn't, like, you know, started drinking or something yet, um, you know, like I said, like, I mean, and, uh, you know, through all of these kinds of different experiences and, and obviously these ones are, you know, more on the bad side, but, uh, you know, like every, you know, all of us have all dealt our own way and, um, you know, processed it however everybody has. But, um, you know, uh, like as, you know, especially now as like, a little bit further into you know the time uh, without my dad, you know I, I've I'm just I've tried to at least become you know I, I try to be as aware as possible of things, but you know and self aware, but I you know I know that's not always the case, or I certainly have my time, so coming up short with that, but um, you know I'm. You know, as I reflect back on all of these things now, like, you know, it just, and then, you know, and, and kind of, you know, like, I mean, the last few weeks have been very tough because it's just a reminder of, like, this whole time when, I mean, this is, like, right around the time when everything kind of, like, really got bad. And, um, and then also in the midst of it, too, my great uncle, who was very, very close, you know, like, a very important member of our family, he, he, his health took a turn and so he, he passed away 
January 11th. Him and my brother share the same birthday, January 11th. Um, and my uncle Bill, he passed away on January 11th of that, you know, right. So two weeks after my dad got diagnosed, he passed away. Um, I mean, he was older. His health took a dip, but um, that was kind of freaky because, like, you know, he literally passed away on his own birthday, like within an hour of like, you know, the time he was born. But um, you know, so, um, what was he? He was seventy-eight, I'll say. He was exactly fifty years older than my brother. There's a lot of weird numbers, things like that. Um, but yeah, so he, you know, and my dad had gotten my dad had had like a, a probably like the real first bad medical episode of like his his cancer like um it was either the day before or two days before and he had this really bad night and had to be rushed to the hospital and um all this stuff and um that's right around the time of my uncle you know really took a dip so like we were spread kind of thin so um my mom you know i felt horrible for her she couldn't be in two places at once um but so i went with a few of uh, my aunts and uncles and whatnot um to see my uncle and ended up being his his last night uh yeah so that was, yeah, that was january 11th of 2016 <laughs> um and so my mom had to actually miss miss and my him and my mom were very close um he had my mom had to miss the wake because my dad had gotten hospitalized so we were basically like my sister went up by my dad and to you know and my mom sorry um i think flew back to new jersey was able to make the funeral i think because yeah, i think we picked her up at the airport and we got we were able to get her to there so i mean it was it was like just like i said like another just chaotic time period um so like this time of year just in addition to just being you know like i said just like under normal times is like always like just and for everybody i know is just you know like can be like a very weird time of year but you know now it it's, brings back a lot of uh memories and i feel bad because my brother his birthday is like i said january 11th and so he just turned 40 so you know, it was, it was a very, it's a tricky time, like I said, you know, because, I mean, the holidays, like, we have carried on and tried to make everything, you know, was, you know, we, of course, acknowledge my dad, you know, different ways and, you know, you know all kinds of, you know, different things, um, and, you know, and have, you know, forged new traditions carried on some of the same you know again just just kind of create a new normal but you know like i said like everybody has had their own way of dealing processing it and that's you know what i've you know i i guess like you know as i've kind of gone through you know my personal thing and you know and then collectively as a family i mean 
like you know, I I would any I would imagine any any of us would say now, you know, like you don't realize when grief hits and how and like you know that it's not a two day or three day thing. It can you know it can be a like multiple month or you know or you could go two months without like feeling any of that stuff and then all of a sudden out of nowhere it's just like you know like this suffocating kind of feeling where it's like geez like you know like you can't get it off your mind um and you know like, like i said like that this time of year is always weird now like it's just uh you know i mean everybody has tried to do their thing and um, you know, that's, uh, you know, that's why like, I mean, I know this sounds like just me just complaining or acting like a victim or something, but actually quite the contrary, like, you know, it's just like, like, you know, like I said, like, I know a lot of people have lost loved ones and different times, different ways. And, you know, and that's you know throughout all like all this i mean i've realized even though you know many important people have kind of been taken away um you know i've i've also realized how fortunate i am that i have the family i have that i have you know the friends i have that i have you know the extended family, you know, just you know, different groups and support systems and like, um, you know, just, and it's weird, you know, like when things are kind of going good or normal or whatever, like obviously, you know, and, and not talking about these types of topics, I mean, you know, you can sometimes lose sight of that, you know, maybe somebody's dealing with something or, you know, you know, a few people you're close with or dealing with something and you know sometimes you're just on a different wavelength and you're maybe not as aware and like you know that's like you know uh, when i was kind of saying in the beginning like it, again it's not a necessarily a new year's resolution but i've you know i've definitely have just learned just from different people and you know those close to me you know some you know friends like you know or necessarily my best friends but good friends and you know I, I, you know you realize like everybody really is going through different shit and you know it's carrying some kind of weight around with them and it could be any number of things but you know it's just important to know like that everybody is dealing with stuff um and and believe me i can I'll t- I, I, I've probably been guilty of it as much or more than anybody. Like, you know, like, I, I mean, you know, like, like, uh, you know, I, this, I mean, everything my dad, you know, has definitely, you know, hit me hard. No, no question about it. And, um, you know, there's times where I can mask it well. There's times I can, you know, just keep kind of chugging along. Like I said, just like, like adrenaline, you know, like, and, especially after right out in the aftermath of it like you know all my only concern was like all right like i just need to i just want to be there for my mom you know and try to you know just kind of 
like reciprocate all the things my parents have done and sacrifices they've made and like you know that just you know do whatever is necessary just to you know help or you know you know kind of be there for her so she can you know and same for my siblings and you know like um like that time period I very much felt like my dad's kind of spirit as weird as that might sound kind of threw me like you know and just saying like just keep going keep going you know just do we like you know take care like you know like those words that he said like, you know take care of your mom you know make sure she's good same thing you know like make sure like you know both your siblings are good you know, because, you know, they have the strength or whatever they need to, you know, to, they're all right for, you know, the little ones and so on and so forth. So, you know, it's just kind of this, like, and, you know, in that, you know, many times I, you know, I, I mean, in good ways, I, I just kind of lost myself in that or that was just like kind of my singular focus at times. Um, you know, then there's time, days or hours where you just like, you know, you got a whole other thought process of like, like, you know, like that void, um, you know, and, and obviously, like I said, just the holidays in general, even if he would, like, if he had initially gotten sick, say in like, you know, in July, you know, the holidays would still be really, really weird and tough, you know, without him. And, um, you know, again, just, I mean, he wasn't a wallflower. <laughs> he had a very big personality and, you know, presence to him. And, you know, it was extremely, extremely important in shaping, you know, all of us. Um, but, you know, it just kind of takes on, took, this time of year kind of takes on a double meaning, you know, just with, like I said, with it you know, w without him for the holidays, and then, you know, just, you know, even, like, my brother's 40th, like, you know, just, I mean, him being 40 is weird in itself, um, but, uh, you know, I, I, yeah, I just think about, you know, just, like, my dad would have been, like, just, like, so amped up, and, you know, you know, it, it, we probably would have, he would he would have wanted to go to like Vegas or something like to you know do something to uh you know something to commemorate the uh the time but he would have been like he would have been right in the center of like wanting to you know the uh, you know celebrate it um so and that's like I mean, obviously my brother's birthday is when it is so but you know I mean I'm sure it was a very tough time for him as well like you know like again it was celebratory and we we got a great group out in the city for, for that um, a few days ago um but you know it is bittersweet without my dad here to celebrate it and um and you know again coming right after christmas and all that and just like i said just it's uh, it's still very fresh <laughs> like where you know we this was the time, you know, everything kind of, like I said, went south. And, um, but, 
you know, like, like I know I'm maybe a little bit all over the place with, you know, bringing this together, but, and I apologize for that if I am, it's, you know, obviously a deeply personal issue, but I had something like that. I just did want to get off chest a little bit. Um, You know, and I said, like I said, I know some of these things I've said before. Some probably, maybe not. Um, and um, but you know, I like it. Just I've just, you know, it's just even the worst things that life can show you, the worst pieces of it. It, you know, it's still. It's still vital to, you know, not, you know, lose yourself in it and, you know, still kind of take stock in, you know, the, the people and the, you know, just the things around you that, you know, that, that are important and, um, and even if I have not you know, personally handled certain things as, you know, as well as I would have liked or, you know, or like, you know, if I've, you know, and it's weird. I'm not a, I wouldn't necessarily consider myself a private person or, you know, like that. I mean, like I've, especially like doing like broadcasting stuff, like I've kind of, throwing myself out there a bit but you know i i do like my alone time like i can i don't need like constant like uh you know people and like things going on even though it's usually out there like where there's always something seemingly going on um but you know i like i can go from being kind of in a big group and you know yakking it up um to you know being by myself like i said like in the beginning like writing and reading and or you know watching something on tv or something like that like i um but you know I, i've especially like with like significant events or you know or you know bad things in life or tragedies you know it like it it, it is definitely important to not like <laughs> go into like that you know, where you just like where you want to be by yourself and and there are definitely many many times and I, I mean it's something I'm still trying to you know kind of properly balance and uh, you know believe me I, like I, I'll I'll uh, like like that's one thing I've never shied away from I'll tell you you know I try to be aware of faults I have and try to fix them and try to be a better person all the time. Um, and that's why, like I, like I said, like, even as time has gone on and, you know, like, I mean, I still miss my dad immensely and think about him immensely, but, you know, I've, I'm trying to kind of grow with it, you know, and be that person, you know, who can, you know, not only, you know, just kind of take care of, what I need to take care of for, you know, myself and my family and friends and everything. But, you know, even just, like I said, just 
people around you, um, you know, and people, you know, you come across people, you know, it, it, like I said, like, it just, it's just important to, this is not me like trying to lecture anybody, but it, you know, like I said, I just, I've personally realized during this time period and, you know, like I said, like maybe, yeah, I, I don't know if like, you know, I was just, you know, just kind of caught up in my own life or your, you know, you can get kind of, you know, in, in your own, we're worried about your own situation and everything, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, again, I, I, but you know, as this period of time has kind of taken me, made me kind of take a step back and like, you know, kind of taken life down a little bit different path than I, I thought right before he, my dad got sick. Um, it's, uh, you know, like it's, it's made me realize, you know, how cruel life can be, but, but made me appreciate, you know, many of the, just like the little things and the, just the people. And, you know, and, I'm, and like I said, I'm, I'm, very much trying to you know be more aware of just more you know just the you know the surroundings and and you know and, and you know just like to just you know you know have empathy for you know and, and like i said like you know we're in this weird period with like, you know, with, with just like, where, you know, where people are, are just kind of detached, I think in general, just, you know, we're always in our, looking at our phones and social media and, you know, like posting on things and like, you know, just kind of like me, 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 me. And I, look, I could be guilty of it too, recording a podcast, but, you know, um, like I said, even like, I, I again, I've just, from just kind of like either seeing, you know, observing or people, you know, telling me or sharing their things. I mean, you know, I just, I just realize that there's just, uh, there's a, you know, pretty much everybody, even if they may paint a picture of like this perfect life um, on social media are probably, like I said, probably carrying around some kind of, burden or weight or you know grief or something and um you know just something to keep in mind because you know we're no matter how much you know how no matter how many great things how much money how much you know positive things are happening to people you know uh there's there's always another side and um, and again and not that not that that means you have to always talk about shit like this but you know it's just like I just think it's important just to be conscious of it conscious of it (laughs) Um, you know it's uh, that you know, that, you know, and, and for a variety of reasons that, you know, maybe, you know, somebody else needs, you know, 
your support or your words or you know some you know some type of you know support or strength from you or you know or maybe you need it from them uh, you know or you know maybe you just need to laugh or or cry or share a story but But it's also like almost a comforting thing. You know, again, not that you're wishing anybody any ill will, but um, that you, you know, even when you think like all right, you're in the worst of the worst, like you know, you're not necessarily alone, and that's uh, you know that that in itself is something I've definitely learned over the, this period of time and um you know like i said like even despite like you know just a straight you know, where it feels like or like almost like whiplash of like losing people or i mean things like you know like uh, our dog mia like you know just different things like that um you know where you just feel like you know it's like a tidal wave kind of hitting you um uh, you know, it's just, you know, like I, I said, like I, I've, I've tried to find, again, this is just personally, like just try to find and take stock in the things, you know, in life, you know, and, and I was talking about the, <laughs> the four little ones and, you know, they're, <laughs> I mean, they can definitely serve as a distraction when, you know, things get heavy but like now that like they're starting to get a little you know a little bit older and aware of stuff like they're just funny like the like seeing all their different personalities and different you know things they're interested in and whatnot is is like um has been i mean that like i, I would venture to say i mean if you polled anybody Family, like, I mean, like they would probably say like, the the four kids, the four little ones, like they have probably had more impact on the adults and carrying them kind of through this time than anything. I mean, like they just, you know, they're they're they just uh, they bring an energy that you know, not many other things can, or you know, it just it's just and it's just like. You know they're just funny like they're just they crack me up and now like you know my the, the two oldest ones my two oldest nephews and now they're like all of a sudden got way into sports and like you know i've kind of like stopped like with like you know ninja turtles and power rangers and all that like i mean you know i guess you know they'll still watch that stuff to a degree but like now they're like have become obsessed with sports out of nowhere and it's like I've been kind of waiting for that day for, for quite a bit of time. Um, but it's just funny now, now being able to like talk about like the giants with them and like, they know what I'm talking about and players and they're like all into it and they know fantasy stuff and guys on other teams. And it's, uh, it is, uh, you know, those kinds of things are, are, you know, are real gifts and, um, believe me, like, you know, I, and I, I'm sure I've been guilty of maybe, you know, taking those kinds of things for granted at times, but, um, you know, that's like for at least for 2018, that's, uh, 
you know, one of the goals just to try, you know, is everybody just kind of moves forward and, um, you know, you know, continues to kind of try to knock away some of the grief and some of the, you know, the turbulence from, uh, you know, everything that kind of went down, uh, you know, and like kind of just like the aftershocks of it all. Because, you know, it's been like a domino effect of just things that have had to kind of come into place and thing, you know, just a lot, kind of a lot of moving parts. But, you know, it's, we've, uh, you know, just like the, like I said, like that family dynamic and everything that started from my grandparents and, you know, has all carried through and, you know, it's, uh, even though, you know, like I said, there's a lot of, you know, questions and, you know, kind of like, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot, a lot of different emotions, anger. There's a lot of, you know, like I said, grief, but, you know, putting aside the negative stuff, like, there's still, there's still so much to be grateful for and, and so much to, you know, kind of celebrate and, you know, and, and like I said, just to pull that strength together, you know, for, so that the next generation, you know, can carry on. Um, I know, well, not, <laughs> I didn't, uh, this was not intended, intended to be a two hour episode, but screw it. <laughs> um, just, I, and I, I don't want to make anybody have to invest that much time in just hearing just me talk, especially about negative topics. So um, I'm gonna, I'll round it out with this. And I, like, I, it's funny, like I said, I, I always, have, I always do an outline of just things I maybe want to talk about or bring up or mention or whatever, and just kind of roll with it from there. But, and there is actually a lot of stuff going on news wise and whatnot. Uh, no, but I did want to just kind of close with um, uh, talking about, uh, like I said, my, my brother and his 40th birthday. Um, yeah, I I know, you know, any, everybody, you know, has, you know, probably, you know, great things they could say about their siblings and, you know, maybe some bad things, I don't know, but, um, truly, like, Mike is, uh, he's, he's five and a half years older than me, and, uh, you know, of course, I've looked up to him from, you know, the moment I was aware of what was going on, I've, I've looked up to him, and, um, managed to really a very very few like arguments or fights or anything like that you know some normal sibling stuff here and there but you know he was always you know it's not like we were two years apart where you know we were kind of you know in each other's way a little bit more I mean we there was enough separation and my dad you know pretty much put it into him like you know if he you know even if we messed around and like or wrestled or something like you know that if you know he 
like tried to hurt me or something. My dad would probably put him through a wall. Um, and, and Mike just isn't like that anyway. Like, he's just, you know, I mean, um, Mike is pretty much the, like, you know, probably the, just the best person I know without, you know, it being like obnoxious or like, just like, oh God, you know, he but literally, I mean, he's just, um, I talked about like, you know, people in my life who have like, you know, who set the tone for certain things, but, and Mike has taken that, uh, that baton. And, I mean, like, he just like always has this kind of steadiness and consistency to him where it's like, again, it's not like, you know, where it's like, okay, like, all right, like enough, Mike, like, whatever. it's just, you know, he's, um, I mean, he basically is pretty much every great quality you, you could ask for. Um, he's, you know, um, he's, you know, probably the funniest person I know, um, extremely hardworking, extremely devoted to like not only our family but um you know now his own with his wife and two sons um you know extremely thoughtful and uh, you know he fun to be around you know not like um you know humble even though he you know he, I mean he has so many amazing things going for him but you know it's never been one of those people to just sit there and talk about themselves um you know he, he it just um like i said there's just a, like a level of consistency and just you know he just sets the bar at a you know you know kind of a perfect place where like i said where it's just like you know where he you know can You know, you know, inspire, and like I said, like you know, always like I've always wanted to follow his lead, and or you know, and, and I mean, and it's weird, like we, he, you know, he he's <laughs> we are took two different completely career, you know, career paths, and you know, di you know, like types of careers, but um, you know, we always, I don't know, like. Kind of always we're in our own lane to you know to a degree not to sound like lavar ball um but uh but you know always supportive and you know he's always you know like i said like he you know he forged an amazing career for himself but you know while being humble um you know and fun to be around and like I said, just very consistent and you, you like, you know, he, I mean, you can, I like, can count on him for anything, you know, like I said, whether it's having fun at a Giants game, you know, having to go to, you know, to a hospital and see my, you know, our, you know, our parents or 
loved one, something like that, or you know, or, you know, with his own sons, and you know how you know devoted he is with them, and or with you know his wife, or you know just anybody. I mean, he just. Um, yeah, I mean, he's always had an amazing ability to kind of just, you know, kind of own the room without, again, being obnoxious or having to, you know, do anything crazy. Like, he just has, like, kind of this natural charisma and just, um, you know, he's, uh, you know, as I, as I mentioned, you know, th throughout this, um, you know, I've been fortunate to have you know have some amazing people to you know to have looked up to um you know we're very one of a kind and um you know and genuine and authentic and you know mike certainly was all of those things and more and um you know like you know from the time we were little to teenagers you know like i said even though there was that age gap like you know we always kind of bridged it you know whether it be through watching sports together or, or just you know you know we we kind of, i mean i've always kind of followed his lead on you know movies and you know shows and music and um you know and, and he's always just been like just so generous with like <laughs> you know like letting me around you know him and his friends and you know i would just try not to screw it up and you know i always wanted to just like be like around them and hang out and you know and he always you know he never shut that down like and like i know it sounds like a small thing but i mean you know i realize it's not always the norm and especially you know, again for the amount of years between us um you know he's managed to like kind of always be like my best friend throughout you know all, all like even even you know through different you know a lot of you know through a lot of spans of time where we're kind of both going through different phases or different things in our lives like he's just always uh you know just always just uh just been there i mean uh and you know, like always offered himself up and always um, you know just never acted like he was you know too cool or too old or you know too you know <laughs> whatever word you want to use uh <laughs> to have his little brother around so um you know <laughs> like i said i've tried not to screw it up or not to uh do anything to you know I get kicked out of the uh, you know kicked out of the group or, or the fantasy football leagues or whatever else but um, you know I I mean I could I could talk for two hours about him and just you know with positive adjectives but um, I'll just as I mean he He's just one of those people, like, you know, he's very easy to root for. You know, he's just, um, like I said, he's just, he's pretty much the best person I know without it being, like, 
annoying or like you know or we're you know we're like you know like like it's too much like you know like when people you know people start to like kind of go the like with like the patriots for example you know where it's like all right like enough like let somebody else like do i but like i said mike is just um he just has, he possesses every good quality you'd ever want in, in an individual and and lives it every day you know he's just like i said just consistent and just um you know i like i said I, i've been so blessed to have him in my life and consider you know not only consider him just you know you know know one of the best people you can look up to but um you know extremely blessed to have the relationship i have with him and um you know just to have him in my life so i uh, you know if i don't tell you enough mike i love you and uh you know you are i mean I sent his wife some links. Uh, I'm sure people know by now. I'm a little, I'm a little bit into t-shirts um, with sayings on them and things. But um, <laughs> I sent a bunch of links of shirts and uh, I thought were funny for for the occasion. So uh, she ordered one. Sarah ordered one of them. <laughs> and it was just just forty AF, which actually was fitting. It's, that's actually those are my dad's initials, but obviously has a different acronym now which if you don't know you can google but it just said 48 40 af in huge letters and numbers it's perfect um yeah it is weird thinking thinking of him as 40 but um it's, it's crazy i still uh, you know i guess of all the things like i i still think of him as like being like you know 20 <laughs> you know and again like in you know he's extremely mature and adjusted and you know and has kids and all that you know so i mean it's not any way of me saying he acts immature but like it just doesn't feel like he's 40 so, i'm sorry I, I won't keep saying that mike um but you know like i said just uh what i was talking about before <laughs> at some point during this uh yeah, just to take stock in the in the good and and and, and the certain people and certain things in your life. I mean, Mike, he'd be at the, he'd be at the top of that list for me every single time. So yeah, and I'm I can't even tell you how blessed I am to have him in my life and to yeah to be able to call him my brother and you know best friend. I mean, he's. Uh, he checks all the boxes, so uh, you know uh, that's. Just wanted to give him a little, little shout out um, you know, for for a special occasion. So I love you, Mike, and uh, you know. Let's see if we have another forty more. <laughs> Get you an eighty AF shirt. Uh, <laughs> crazy um all right we'll, we'll close it out there uh, i appreciate everybody for listening and uh whatever <laughs> I, I i suppose i could make this into two episodes but fuck it 
We'll make it one. Um, this episode is long AF, but uh, I appreciate everybody who has stuck by and listened. So uh, I promise next one, if I do a voice left uh, tomorrow, uh, we'll I'll get into some of the... I literally hit on probably two of the bullet points I had on this full page of stuff, but um, whatever. When I, I can go on my tangent, so. Um, but, uh, you know, here's, and cheers to everybody for a little you know, better 2018 than 2017. 2017 was a weird, weird year. Here's to some uh, positivity for the new year. And uh, again, little birthday shout out love for my brother. All right. <laughs> I don't even know the problem. After all the, I've gone through kind of every, <laughs> I just like, it's like an emotional unloading for, for everybody on this one. But so, um, <laughs> I don't even know the proper way to close this one out. <laughs> Oh man! All right. Well, I'll get back into the uh, like I said. I'll get back into the groove of like hating on Philly and all that stuff like I usually do. But uh, I guess this this episode took a whole different path. But I hope I, you know, like I said, I, I've always say this. I, I just I just try to have some. I try to have perspective. Now, something my dad always preached, you know, try to picture yourself in other people's shoes, picture, you know, read about different topics, maybe that, you know, or, or, you know, or, or learn about different people, learn about different things than just your comfort zone. And, you know, some of the things that, you know, they may be going through or maybe thinking or, you know, maybe dealing with and try to try to have different perspectives on those. So. I, I'm try, I try to live by that. <laughs> it's a, not undefeated, but I certainly try. Um, so, love you too, Dad. <laughs> and I love anybody who's still listening to this. No, in all seriousness, that uh, you know, I I am very beyond appreciative of uh, you know. The, the people who do listen and feedback I'd get, um, I I do pay attention to it, and I definitely you know I appreciate it. Or you know if it's anything you know observant or constructive criticism, anything I, I I don't mind it. I actually you know kind of like hearing things like that. You know make make me a little self aware or you know fix something. <laughs> so. And yes, if somebody's going to tell me, you know, you babbled for two over two hours, yes, I did. But this one was worth it. So, um, and you know, it was the kickoff show, so that's why it was the the season premiere. So, all right. Uh, like I said, next 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 podcast, uh, either tomorrow or following day, we'll uh, get into some of the million things going on in, in the uh in the world and new jersey and everything everywhere else but and i'm sure that it'll change 50 times <laughs> before then but uh you know just as best as possible so 
All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And, uh, of course, check us out, Pretty Fuzzy Productions. Uh, appreciate any likes or favorites or, uh, sub- you know, subscribe if you, if you use the iPhone. I don't even know what the fuck it is on the Android. But uh, whatever. <laughs> however, however you listen to podcasts, I know there's 50 different outlets at this point. So, uh, you know, uh, check us out or, uh, you know, or, or help spread the word. And uh, I'll have some more news coming up on some other, uh, some other shows and guests and all those good things and uh, some other things in the works. So uh, I'll be back with all that this week. Take care, everybody. Peace. Thanks so much for listening to the Maddie Fast Podcast. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit prettyfuzzy.com. Hit Matt up on Facebook and on Twitter at Matt Fazzlepore. If you like today's episode, please review and subscribe, and we'll catch you next time.